Hello everyone and welcome back to Presenting Pixie Dust. I'm Elizabeth Carr. And I'm Brett Harvey. And today we are talking about the Disney movie Robin Hood. Yeah. This was an Elizabeth choice and I instantly regretted it. <laughs> instantly. Why is that? Because it was boring. <laughs> it wasn't that boring. It was that boring. It was. You know what? We'll get to it. We will get to it, but... I don't think that you can open a movie with, this is the story of what really happened in Sherwood Forest, and then give us the exact story that we've already heard of Robin Hood. <laughs> it was the exact story. Which I suppose if you're going to call a movie Robin Hood, you'd want it to be the story of Robin Hood, because you know how I take issue with movies that say that they are one thing and then are another thing, i.e. the Disney live-action Alice in Wonderland, which is not the story of Alice in Wonderland. However... Like it was just like yeah. Well, do you know what we were trying something? Maybe new. the other, maybe the other stories because they had humans as the characters, and this had the animals. So maybe that was the original story. What really happened in the forest was that all the characters were animals. I think you might be giving it too much credit, but you know, <laughs> perhaps let's let's do some facts. That might energize me. All right, Righto. let's do some facts. This movie premiered on November eighth, nineteen seventy three. So, in yeah. in its defence, because God knows it needs one. No, it was. Look, it's it, it's fifty years old. It is fifty years old, and it was also in like the downturn. This is post golden age, pre Renaissance mm. sort of downturn of. Disney movies in that sort of 60s, 70s time when yeah, okay. it was, you know, they weren't, they weren't really putting out the bangers. Well, I think for the time it was probably a pretty well received. You know what it was? You know what it did well, actually, is, you know, Disney put out a story, a movie based on a well-known story and they did yeah. it justice. Yeah. They did the story justice. It's not Disney's fault that the story of Robin Hood is... What it is. There are good parts. They did some good stuff with it. We'll get to that later. But We'll get to yeah. that. The runtime of this movie is 83 minutes. Yeah. Yep. So pretty short, really. Well, it didn't feel short. <laughs> I think that if they wanted to, they could have told this story in half the time. They could have made this movie in 45 minutes. Well, true. Yeah. <laughs> That's what it was, maybe. Maybe it just felt long. Um, it has a current... Rating of 7.6 on IMDb and 54% on Rotten Tomatoes. Really? I'm with the tomato guys here. 54% sounds... What was the other one? 7.6. 7.6. Yep. That's pretty high. I mean, yeah, it's a high average. Yeah. Mm. Not sure where I sit on that one. We'll have to think about it when mm. we get to the end. All right. Uh, fun fact number one. This is the first Walt Disney Animation Studios film to not feature any humans since Bambi in 1942. Yeah, there you go. Unlike that film, these animals are anthropomorphic, living like humans do, without there being any other non-anthropomorphic animals. Yeah. So all the animals are human-like in this movie. Yeah. There are no animals that are just animals. Mm, there you go. Uh, fun fact number two. This is the first Disney animated movie to be over an hour and 20 minutes since Fantasia in mm. 1940. Wow. Fantasia's a long movie. Feels long. 
It is long. <laughs> it's yeah. like two and a bit hours. It is long. Feels long because it is long. Um, fun fact number three. Despite mixed reviews from critics and fans alike, Robin Hood ended up doing very well at the box office, mm. taking in $9.5 million in the US and Canada and $18 million internationally. Yeah. At the time, it was Disney's biggest box office total to date. How much did it cost to make? I don't know. I could yeah. find out. Yeah, well, in due course. Um, yeah, but it was so. It was a, a, a yeah, like that's success. Good, that's as a good box coin office. for nineteen seventy three. Yeah, yeah nine point five million, eighteen million internationally. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, fun fact number four: the dance sequence that goes with the song "The Phony King of England" that's made Marion dancing around. Yeah, yeah. Um, was made from a potpourri of dancers from other Disney movies, including Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs and the Aristocats. This was achieved by an animation technique called rotoscoping, where animators trace over the frames of old footage to use it in a different environment. I think go. we've talked about this in the past, have we? That, yeah, um, yeah. They did reuse old sequences because yep. they worked well, and why would you reinvent something that you've already got? And why? we talked, we talked, I think, in our last episode of Pocahontas having um, – uh, the Lion King's Pride Rock in, in there at the end, and it was almost identical. Mm. <laughs> it was facing the other direction, though. <laughs> they must have flipped the uh, the cell. Must have. Yeah. All right, fun fact number five. Animator Ken Anderson first conceived Friar Tuck as a pig, mm. but then decided that the church might take that particular depiction as a slight. He's not the only character that switched animals. The Sheriff of Nottingham was supposed to be a goat at one point, but changed to a wolf to seem more villainous. Yeah. Okay, fun fact number six. The famous gap on Terry Thomas's teeth was incorporated into the design of the character he voices, Sir Hiss. Yeah. It makes a handy opening for his forked tongue to dart out. Oh, perfect. Uh, fun fact number seven. Maid Marian only appears in the movie for 30 minutes, yeah. despite being the main love interest. Yeah. And lucky last, fun fact number eight, in April 2020, it was reported that Disney is developing a live-action CG hybrid remake of Robin Hood featuring the same kind of anthropomorphic characters as in the 1973 film. And the remake will be released exclusively on Disney+. Plus. Really? That sounds awesome. Horrifying. Does it sound like is it going to be like sort of three D kind of like no, you know, like modern... the Lion King. You know how they did the, the live action? I put oh, live, the action live in quotation yeah, yeah. marks. They want to do it with Robin Hood, right? But using the same like animals. Yeah. Well, who knows? It could be could be good. I mean, they might modernize the script a bit. You know what's different though about that idea is that are you going to scale them correctly? Because Robin Hood and Little John were quite similar in size, and Little John is a bear, yeah. like a grizzly bear. Yeah. Yeah? And Robin Hood's a fox. Well, and in the movie, their heights yeah. are, like, Little John is obviously bigger, but They're not, similar. like, fox and bear bigger. Yeah. You know, it's just, I would, I would wonder. Well, I suppose maybe his name is Little John, so Correct. maybe he's a little bear. He's, no, but he's little. The name is he's little. John, ironically, <laughs> he's not meant to be little. Maybe it's ironic. maybe it's literally he's a little bear, and that's why he's the same size as Robin, the little. What fox. kind of little bear do you think he is? Just like a cub, <laughs> <laughs> with a big deep voice. Yeah, you never know. Oh gosh! All no, right. it's a bit strange. It's not the strangest thing that happens in this movie. No, but it's, it's not. interesting you say about Maid Marian only being in there for thirty minutes. But I kind of think like she's just a side quest. She is a side quest, you know, yeah. Everything else is all about, you know, getting the gold from from the crown prince. But, um, yeah, she's just a bit of a side quest, a bit of a bonus, mm-hmm. icing on the cake. 
The wedding cake. But um, oh, you're so yeah. funny. Don't want to spoil the end. Spoilers. <laughs> if you don't know the story of Robin Hood by now. Um, <laughs> when you said we were going to watch Robin Hood, I, yeah. I was hoping you meant Men in Tights. Well, that is the only Robin Hood, other Robin Hood movie I've ever seen. Yeah. It's Men in Tights. I would have preferred that we sat down and watched Men in Tights again. Did you see the Kevin Costner one? No. You didn't. That was no. great. It's a good oh, movie. That's, I know I know how it ends. <laughs> it's Robin Hood. <laughs> I know how the I know how it's gonna end. Um I think that uh, what I really loved okay, you know what? Let's go back to what I said before. Let's start with the characters. Oh yeah. Okay, so Robin Hood, tell me tell the audience the the animal that Robin Hood is. He's a fox. He's a fox. Right. <laughs> We've already he's mentioned it twice yeah, already. Maid Marian also so a he's fox. A, so he's yeah. Well, she is a fox. Coincidentally, uh, she's also <laughs> wink, a fox. Wink. Um, yeah. Look, you know, I think a fox is interesting because obviously foxes are sly. Yeah. That's the old sort of expression, sly fox. And I guess that fits him with Robin Hood's mo. You mm-hmm. know that he sneaks in, he steals, steals the gold from the rich and gives it to the poor. So. Um, though, you know, often foxes are depicted as not so nice or kind, but, um, yeah, like in Zootopia. Yeah. But in this one, obviously he, he has got a, he's got a heart of gold mm-hmm. and he's got a, a pouch filled with gold as well. Correct. That mm. he's stolen. Yep. So I think it's a, it's a good fit. Um, a uh, little John is a bear. A brown yeah. bear or grizzly bear or whatever, which works because again the name is ironic, and Little John is always played by a big yeah character, like a big person as a as a kind of a almost a sidekick. Yeah. You know, he's like he's got that friendly, lovable, huggy kind of shape to him. Mm-hmm. The sheriff of Nottingham is a wolf, um, a very big yeah. wolf, like a large wolf. Like no, none of the animals in this movie are to scale. With each other. No, not really. They're all the same size, except for the rabbits yeah. who are small. Yeah. Um, and there's some soldiers who are um, rhinoceroses. Yes. And then and the wolf's nearly the same size as yeah, the rhinos. As the rhinos, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's a bit strange. Um, Prince John is a mountain lion. Yeah. Which I thought was a really interesting choice. And well, I kind of at like first it. we were wondering what he was because he doesn't have a mane like a... Like a like typical a, like line. Like a typical line. But that's because we weren't paying attention in the intro yeah. where it went through all the characters mm. and who the animal that they were and the voices. So we'll just back up a little bit because the intro for this movie is really, really cool. Yeah. Um, I've never seen an intro in a Disney movie like the intro of this one. So we do have the, the opening book, which is a classic Disney intro, like they did it with Snow White and Cinderella and Sleeping Beauty. The book opens and then the little, um, little roosters with his little guitar starts singing and telling you a bit of the story. We get a bit of background. So this is the story of what really happened in Sherwood Forest. And then we meet all the characters. Mm. So we see a picture, like an illustration. Yeah. Oh, no, it's not an illustration because it's moving. Like a little a little skit of Robin Hood. And then it says a fox and then the, the voice actor. And then it says, you know, Maid Marian, a fox, the voice actor. Little John, a bear, the voice actor. Yeah. And I think that that's a really cool way of doing it because I've never seen it done that way before and it had kind of like sort of unusual music kind of it was kind of meandering and loose and there was you know whistling in the background yeah. like a folk song yeah um and uh, which i thought was uh, um, unusual and strange and yeah it was a, a really 
interesting introduction. We haven't seen that done before. No, so. no, I thought it was yeah. cool. That was my favorite part of the yeah. movie. <laughs> it, was, <laughs> it was the first two minutes. Um, but getting back to Prince John yeah. being a mountain lion, I think that was a really clever choice because um, he doesn't have the grandness of a of a lion. He doesn't have the mane. No, and I think that that really does take away from his power. Sort of, yeah. Prominence. Absolutely. Because um, initially we did say, oh, what? where is his mane? I said, where's his mane? What kind of animal is hey. he? Uh, why doesn't he have a mane? Then we rewound a little bit and we watched that intro because I yeah. must have missed the part where it said a mountain lion, which it very clearly does in the in the introduction. Yeah. And the other thing we noticed, I mean, obviously because um, female lions don't have manes. Yes. The males have them. Yeah, so the manes have, for him yeah. to, you know, we're kind of wondering, yeah, where his mane had gone to, but. As a mountain lion, I don't know if they have. They don't have. They the don't same have manes. No, they're like um like pumas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now he's got a sidekick too. Yeah, hiss. So hiss. And uh, he's a snake. And yeah, I think that, I think he's a really cool character too. He's quite funny. One. It's a bit of comic relief, really. Mm-hmm. I don't know if he actually does much. Apart from provide a bit of comic relief. Well, he keeps trying to tell... No, he's the smartest one because he keeps trying to tell him, hey, there's something dodgy going on here. Maybe let's not stop for the the female bandits on the road who are dressed up as fortune tellers. And he keeps trying to tell him, but Prince John doesn't listen. I think there's a lot of dialogue between them that give away the prince's motivations, which is good. You know, he needs that person to... Um, bounce off, I yeah. guess. He's very jealous of his brother and he, you know, yeah. wants the gold. He does spend quite a lot of time sucking his thumb as well during the yeah, movie. Yeah, when he gets upset. Yeah, he has Which, like his coping know, mechanism. Yeah, <laughs> He like, like screams and then sucks his thumb like a baby. It's, it's interesting. Yeah. Interesting characterization. Um, Friar Tuck is a badger. Yeah. Um, and then we have, there are some turtles. There are some rabbits. Lady Cluck is Maid Marion's... Uh, mm. Like um, handmaiden, I yeah. suppose, and she um, she's a chicken. So uh, the interesting, th- and then King Richard at the end is revealed to be a lion, yeah, a proper lion, like with a big a mane, one. like a proper one, yeah, uh, like Mufasa, Mufasa, like a lion, yeah. Um, but I think that uh, what's interesting is that it's we're in a forest, but then like randomly we have these animals that don't feel like they fit in the environment, yeah, like most of them. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know, like a fox would fit. And a bear, a bear, and I suppose a snake. Like it's yeah, kind snake. of snake. Like... Although I don't, in and England they don't have any snakes. Random chickens. <laughs> there's an interesting fact for you. They don't uh, have any. They don't have of any course, snakes in England. In England. So then you're right. It doesn't. They don't have any. So snakes. maybe he's a bit of an import from France. There or are no else. snakes in England. Not to my knowledge. As far as I know, if there are no snakes. If you're in England, you have to like. DM us and I know we've got English listeners. Can you I went, DM ba- us? Because I went like um, you I know, know hiking most... and backpacking yeah. in England and yeah, I was told that you don't have to worry about snakes. I'm like, why? Because there is none. I know that there's no snakes in New Zealand. I know that's a thing. There's no snakes there. Yeah. But I didn't know that there was no snakes in England. I, suppose I was told. A, I suppose unless whole... I've been fed some. You know, <laughs> <laughs> I know, fed some bloody lies. Cod swallop. Yeah. <laughs> Anyway, so look, going back to the story, um, yeah, look, I, I think well, no, here's the one that doesn't fit: uh, the rhinoceros. The rhinoceros they don't, they don't, don't live, fit. They don't live no. in the forest. So it's just uh, and elephants as well. Yeah, yeah, because elephants is part of the procession. And there's just these random chickens, and it's just all a bit strange. Yeah, so they've got a few ring-ins there. That's maybe, okay. maybe they, maybe they, um, oh god, 
Maybe they stole them from Africa and, Maybe. <laughs> and brought them in as slaves, you know, like that. <laughs> That's a different podcast episode. Okay, so I like that the first thing that we hear, the first conversation between Robin Hood and Little John. So we have the so the the chicken, the rooster, um, sort of narrates the whole movie. Sort of comes in with his little guitar and then his little yeah. sings little ditties. The first one is like Robin Hood and Little John walking through the forest, and it's he's like a country yeah. singer, Alan Alan Adale, Alan Adale. He's a country singer in the forest in England. Yeah. So it's all very. It's yeah, all he's very got a very singing. American folk singer. Yeah, country, sound country to, voice. To, yeah. Um, but the, in the first conversation that they have, Little John says the line, "Are we good guys or bad guys?" Yeah. And I think that that is a really important point. Yeah. That he that he makes. Because it depends on your point of view. Yeah. Well, they you know, are. According they to are the Crown, he was stealing. a bad guy. Yeah. They are stealing and he... It's but a bit like Ned Kelly, poor people. you know, depends on your point of yeah, view. Yeah, but Robin Hood doesn't kill people. Ned Kelly killed people. <laughs> I'm sure in the actual story. <laughs> I don't, the, look, I don't know. Disney you know what? Version. You're right. You're right. I don't know the, I don't know the story. Well, this is the real this story. This is the real story, guys. Yeah. Um, yeah, he well, does have a bow and arrow. I he mean, does have bow and arrow, but he doesn't kill anyone. Not though. in this story. Not in this version. No. <laughs> not in this version. So if that's your measuring stick for good guys and bad guys, then the Crown Prince wants him dead. Well, for think, sure. I think he says that a couple of times. Yeah, he does. And they- he actually rejoices when um, <laughs> Robin Hood jumps into the moat and appears to have drowned. Yes. So, yeah, if anyone's the bad guy here, people, it's going to be... Prince, well, there's the no Crown real Prince. good guy. Well, King Richard, who's off in They're the all just guys. They're all just guys. <laughs> they good guys or bad guys. No, They're but they guys. do. They have a funny conversation about that and um, and they kind of gloat about stealing from the rich. And, you know, I think that that's, I think that's a good, it's a good point. It's a good start for the story. Um, it doesn't have to, it doesn't have to answer that. They don't, they don't have to answer that question. No. We, we sort of see what happens in the story and make our own mind up. Yeah. But I guess we find ourselves rooting for Robin because... Because the movie's called Robin Hood. Yeah. If it was called um, Prince John, we might have a different <laughs> Well, opinion. we probably spend equal amounts of time with Prince John on screen. So. And there are just... You know what the other thing in the, there is in this movie? There are so many different accents. Yeah. It's like every character has got a different accent and it's just... it's. A, it's all, you know what it is? It's almost like they, they, brought, they brought the character actors on, the voice actors on for their voice, their specific voice, irrespective of the fact that it's set in England and they really ought to all have English accents, yes. strong English accents. And Robin has an so, English accent. Yeah. But little John doesn't. No. <laughs> like, it's it's all very strange yeah. and confusing. Um, I think there's, like, three sort of main... There's a few, like, main events that happen. Mm. Instead of, like, talking about the whole movie, because there's not that much to talk about, you could have told the story in half the time. We have, like, the intro... Mm-hmm. We meet Maid Marian, and we find out that she has a history with Robin Hood. Yeah. Um, that they used to be sweethearts before he left for London, and their names were carved into a tree. Yeah. And she met him for like a total of 45 seconds, yeah? Yeah. Um, and their then we initials, have, mind you. Yeah, their initials, yeah. yeah. And then we have the archery tournament, which mm-hmm. is like the first big plot point, where the winner is going to – oh, when Maid Marian's going to kiss the winner mm. of the tournament. Yeah. So Robin arrives in costume. All of his costumes are awful. They're terrible. terrible costumes. Like, there's just, there's no way that anyone realistically <laughs> could look at this, whether you're an animal or not, and go, hmm, that looks legit. 
They're all terrible, terrible costumes. Um, and he wins. I think that plays into the comedy of it, though. Yeah, I suppose so. Yeah. Um, he wins because he does the shoot-off with the Sheriff of Nottingham yeah. and he splits his bow in the end. And we all know. He's Arrow. He's Arrow, yeah, you know. <laughs> and then... Um, and then he is revealed to be Robin Hood and then mm. he's got to escape from Prince John and that escape takes forever. There's so it many does. like escape chase sequences in this Sneaking movie. Sneaking up. Yeah. yeah it just takes forever. Mm. Did you want to add anything to that? <laughs> no, just uh, look, are they the way they kind of the way the the men um the boys extract the gold bags of gold from Prince, um, uh, the Crown Prince's chambers mm-hmm. is quite funny. Yes. With the whole rope, rigging up yep. the rope and sending them down the rope, uh, the bags, and a bit of a pulley sort of system, um, which I thought I thought was really clever. Um, but, yeah, that does seem to take a long time. It all seems to go on very slowly. Um, yeah, and, uh, and then breaking everybody out of jail. Mm-hmm. It's good. Look, it's, I think it's quite fun. It's got a fun funness about it. It's all very that's all those sequences are very comical. Yeah, I mean it's obviously been a lot of effort and a lot of work, but I um, again could have told the story in half I'm, the time. It's all very comical. Having said that, I don't know if I laughed out loud that much. No, there was you only know, there one was... point where I thought it was that this movie was quite funny, and that was um, when Friar Tuck and the Sheriff of Nottingham later on in the movie. It's like towards the end, are uh, having a sword fight. Um, because they want to raise the taxes again and mm. he's, like, taking money from the church or whatever's happening. And they are going to, like, and they're starting this, like, fight and they start banging their big bellies together yeah. and, like, bouncing <laughs> off each other. And I thought that part was funny because I made a note of that. But I think, that, yeah, there's a good there's a good one early on when, when they're dressed up as, in drag, um, Robert and little John. And to steal the gold from, from the carriage. From the carriage. Mm-hmm. And little John starts running and he's got his, his stuffed handfuls of this gold into his um, dress at the top. Yeah. And they're like boobs bouncing up <laughs> and down as he's trying to run and all the, of course, it all goes everywhere. And I just think that's really funny. Yeah. So yeah. there was a lot of physical comedy uh, yeah, moments. Yeah. Which I, it always I I love those moments in animation because I think you know when you're when you're acting with actual people these things happen sort of um, just in the situation like it, it just happens um, and then you go oh that was funny let's do that again like uh, but when you're animating something and you're building it from scratch you've got to have these ideas yeah so someone would have had to sit in the animation room and say oh when he runs. Mate, let's make it look like boobs flopping up and down. Like, and I just think that that's always just always proves to me sort of how creative these animators are and these storytellers are. Whoever storyboarded it and decided that, um, it's, if, yeah, yeah, it's it's got a very um, you know of that time period that the sixties through to eighties where it's very uh, what's the word? Yeah, physical comedy. There's yeah. a lot of physical comedy. It's almost like that, um, and I don't mean to take away from Disney, but that Tom and Jerry kind of oh, yeah. storytelling. You know what? That's um, what it felt like. Yeah. It felt like Tom and Jerry. Yeah, where, where they pretty much do most of it without dialogue, you know, and it's all done with, through physical comedy. And they build up tension at times. And this, they do a pretty good job of building up tension. But I guess 
maybe it's because we all know this story so well that we know it's all going to turn out. So there's no real dire situation. No. Even when Robin Hood's, you know, in the castle and it's burning and for some inexplicable reason he goes up Up. (laughs) where the flames are going to go. (laughs) Um, And we're like, why are you going up? Why are you going up? Why go onto the roof? (laughs) Don't you understand fire? (laughs) Um, Anyway, but, you know, like we know he's going to survive. So it's like there's no real you know, deep tension because, yeah, we know it's going to be fine in the end. Yeah. There were some, like, moments where they, they some pull the heartstring moments and they were all around um, this little uh, skippy, little skippy, the little rabbit. Yeah. Um, who it was got his, his birthday. Got his birthday present taken off him. He's in his house with his mum and all his siblings. Goodness knows where dad is, probably working to put yeah. food on the table. Yeah. And mum's given him his present, which they've saved for and saved for and saved for, and it's like one coin. Mm. And then in comes the sheriff and takes it. What I love about that, though, is the sheriff comes in and he's so jolly compared yeah. to, say, other versions of the sheriff where there's no, where there's no, you know, there's no, nothing likable about them. Yeah. Whereas this one, he kind of comes in, he's like the smiling assassin. Yeah. He's like very friendly, but he still takes your money. Yeah. Like, you know, you're not, and he, there's kind of like this, yeah, there is a tension there where, you know, he's friendly and smiling, but you don't want to cross him. Yeah. Because you know, everyone knows that he's, he, he's got the potential to obviously do something terrible and horrible mm. lock him up and so forth but i think i like that sort of um that character side of him yeah poor skippy and skippy becomes a little bit of a focal point for a while there regarding maid marion and that sort mm-hmm. of stuff so i don't know i feel like maybe that well is he the one that tells her that robin hood's back yeah. Skippy is isn't yeah. he because he's um he him and his siblings and his little friends Break into, not break into, but like go into the palace grounds yeah. to go and play she, or retrieve she, something. Or, yeah. So, I know. Oh so, him. Robin gives Skippy his, his bow hat. and arrow and, oh, hat yeah, and a hat as, yeah. as, a, as a birthday present. Yeah. And anyway, Skippy fires the arrow over the wall of. Oh, that's what that First shot, he fires, goes <laughs> over the wall of the castle. And so they go in, stinking to the castle to. Um, and May Marion and Lady Cluck are playing tennis or badminton. Badminton, or yeah. In there. In the backyard. Yeah. it's Yeah. Anyway. So, yeah, like there's a few spots like that which are interesting. and Yeah. But it does tend to sort of kind of drag on a little bit in some ways. You know what I think is interesting is that Prince John is definitely the most fleshed out developed character mm. of all of the characters, which is interesting because the movie's called Robin Hood. But we don't really know much about Robin. No, he's pretty um, straightforward really, isn't he? Well, we know that he's robbing from the rich to give to, to the, the poor. poor. That he's friendly to Do people. Do we know why he's doing that? Well. Like how he began this life of crime? I don't know. I guess it's a slippery slope, isn't it? Like, <laughs> I don't think... I, I don't, yeah, we don't really know much about him. We just know that he and Maid Marion met and then we, we he prob- left yeah. to We go don't to really London know his parental situation. We don't know anything like that. about him. We just know that he's no. Robin Hood. Whereas Prince John, I feel like he is definitely... He's got the most personality of any of yeah. the characters. He is... Uh, we get his motivations and we get why he makes the choices he makes and we sort of can understand how he ended up where he ended up. I think I just think that that's interesting. Yeah. I, like, I reckon that happens in a lot of the renditions of Robin Hood. Yeah. Is that he he has more things going for him character-wise. Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah. I don't know, I don't know why that is. I guess it's just what Robin chooses to do is pretty straightforward. Yeah. Whereas... But it's not, though. We just accept it. Yeah. <laughs> we just as an audience accept it, maybe because we know the story, that this is what Robin Hood does. But I think that it's just... Maybe, maybe there needs to be a prequel, honey, where... I don't want to watch a prequel. Anyway. And so who is Maid Marian in relation to the king? I don't know, actually. He does say at one point, like, I've got an outlaw for an in-law, like, at the end. <laughs> yeah. But I don't remember. Is it, is, I don't remember what relationship. He's probably is. just a. She's probably just a uh, niece like a or something. A cousin or a yeah. niece or something. Who's a different species? Yeah, yeah, it happens. <laughs> Interspecies sex, honey. Well, it's not even. I do think it's interesting though that there's no double up of any characters, any animals. Like no. they're all. But Maid Marian and Robin Hood happen to be the only two foxes yep. in the whole mm. forest. Like, Strange. I just think that that's, I just think that's interesting. Like, they couldn't possibly have a love story between two animals of two different species. Like, we can accept no. that Prince John and his brother, mm. King Richard, are two different species of animals. One's a lion and one's a mountain lion. Two different species. Yeah. But we can't accept that Robin Hood and Maid Marian could be two different species. I just think the it's The world just wasn't ready for it. It wasn't ready for What about for in Zootopia? We had... Um, who was the main guy? Was he a He's fox? He's a fox, yeah. What, what about the uh, other... Judy Hopps. She was a rabbit. a rabbit, right? Yeah, but there's not a love story there. Isn't there? No. I felt like there should be. Was there? <laughs> I, don't... I don't think there was. Yeah. I don't think it was a love story. <sighs> maybe I'm just... Maybe, maybe just... I was just wishful thinking. <laughs> maybe. Anyway. Yeah, look, um, you know what I was thinking before? Um, the whole, you know, taxes thing from yeah. the king... See, it seems to be a a rhetoric that comes up in a lot of a lot of stories and movies mm. throughout history, you know, and that's that whole thing about the government or the the kingdom in charge, as you know, increases taxes to tax the poor, and the poor don't like that, and well, sure. <laughs> or people don't like people that. People don't like that, you know. And it's, it's not just the poor that and got you, that you get revolt. If it gets too severe, you get a revolt. Yeah, yeah, it seems to come up, and so, so it's always relevant. Because, you know, obviously, you know, now... Inflation, baby. <laughs> yeah, inflation. The You know, we're always concerned about what taxes are you know, going to be put on us yeah. by our government. So the story, I think, in that respect is always very relevant, even if it is animals in, a, <laughs> in the story. But anyway. Just gold, random gold coins. Yeah. The fire scene at the end... Mm. I thought it was actually quite well done, despite the fact that I made a point of writing down why does he keep going up the tower with the fire. Um, I thought that the fire scene built quite a lot of tension. I yeah. thought it was well done. Yeah, and yeah, you were was. worried for them. Um, and then there was, you know, everyone... There was the dive into the moat and we thought Robin had died. Like it was, yeah. you know, the hat floating with the arrow pointed through it and everything. And even as I'm watching, I'm thinking, well, his head's not in that spot. So even if there's an arrow point in the middle of that hat, yeah. it doesn't mean his head's been hit because why would it have gone through the hat if his head was there? It doesn't make sense, mm. regardless. Um, and then, yeah, the survival of, of Robin in the end and he's pardoned by King Richard and they get married and happily ever after. Yeah, it's a good finish. Well, it's a finish. It's another one that wraps up pretty quickly. It wraps up really quickly because everything else took so long. Yeah, they ran out of time. They ran out of time. Ran out out of budget. I mean, when when (laughs) King Richard is, you know, back, then what else is there? Yeah. 
What else is there? But if Prince John had just listened to Sir Hiss, then right at the start, when he's like, mm, maybe let's not stop for those two random women on the side of the road wearing the worst costumes ever, then maybe the movie would have been a whole lot shorter. Yeah, so the budget for this movie was $5 million. $5 million. How much right. did it make? We said Nine and a half. Yeah. Nine and a half in the US and Canada and $18 million yeah. internationally. So that's probably... I mean, we always say that if if it if it doubles its profits, it's, that, you know, that's, so it doubles, doubles that's the, a success. Yeah. If it doubles its, so it's profit. probably you know it's it's done well. Yeah. For, for the time, if you probably look at inflation and so forth, that five million dollar budget would probably be what fifty million today. Inflation has not gone up that much no. in thirty years, fifty yeah. years. No, I don't believe you. Okay, maybe let's say let's say twenty five million, and then what nine million. Nine million um, gross would be forty-five million. About forty-five million dollars. Yeah, so it's it's pretty it's pretty low numbers compared to say modern movies. Well, and what it was. They get. Well, I don't really think so. Like, because this is an animated movie number one, and that was only in the US and Canada. That nine and a half million. Was it? And yes. Ah. Um and. Well, I, I reckon I bought the VHS. Did you back have in the this day? one? Did you watch this one yeah. back in the day? Yeah, yeah, yeah. This was one of your ones. Say, so I didn't. Yeah. I don't think I ever watched this movie. I think it was one that just came up on TV every now and again. Mm-hmm. I had seen it. I don't know even know if I've ever sat down before this time and seen the whole thing um, from start to end. I think that I have seen it in bits and pieces. Mm. Like I knew who all the characters were. Yeah. But maybe I haven't seen it Look, in I think, entirety before. Do you know what? It, unlike a, a lot of movies of back in those days, it doesn't have too many things that are questionable in it. Like stereotype representations of people, places, no, or you things. you know what? You are so right. So it's pretty, it's pretty clear of controversy. Well, they're in um, England. <laughs> but, you know, like... like <laughs> and it's interesting, of course, we know we talk about how Disney started off doing a lot of those movies that were Europe-centric mm-hmm. in terms of their stories, the princess yep. stories and so forth. Um, so he, there's another one that's sort of Europe-based, British-based. And so... You've got an American company doing a British story. Yeah. So they, they do a pretty a classic, good job. They it's do a just pretty a good classic job. story, though, I think, Robin Hood. It's just a – It's and that's probably why it was such a success. Yeah. Because it wasn't something like the other movies that would have been coming out at the time, you know, like The Rescuers or The Aristocats yeah. or um, 101 Dalmatians even that mm. was around sort of the same time. I think 101 Dalmatians was a little bit earlier than this one. But – it's a story that is so well known yeah. that you know you go into it knowing what you're going to get. You know the story, you know the characters already before you've even sat down, which means that half the work of the storytellers is done before you've even sat down in the chair. Maybe that's why they can afford to have so much um, filler, physical action, because yeah, maybe physical comedy because they don't have to spend so much time labouring over the story. Yeah, and setting um, the characters up and script those sorts wise. of things. Yeah. Anyway. Um, well, look, I reckon this is a good one to sit down and watch with your kids. I think it still holds up. You say up. that about everyone, every single one. Oh, it's, you know, it holds up as a movie. If, you, if, you, if your kids have got a good attention span. Well, it's only <laughs> 83 minutes. It feels a lot longer. <laughs> yeah. But it is it is a short one, really, comparatively to some of the others. Yeah. Um, so it is, it, is a, it is a short one, which is nice. Um, 
Did you so, have anything else you wanted to say? I think I'm pretty much done on this. Well, yeah. This is one as of I'm, our- As I'm watching it, there weren't a whole lot of, you know, big brain-busting, you know, moments where no. I went, oh, yeah, that's a thing or that's a thing. It just kind of went along and, yeah. You had the intro, you had the I just, archery competition, you had the fire and then yeah, it was over. <laughs> like, like, that's I, the, it. the archery competition is always an interesting one, but... What I what I will say is that they kind of I mean let's presume that there were many many entrants in the archery competition I think they they showed many of them but we don't actually see many of them like it's not like a thing no it was like here's the archery competition boom all of a sudden they got down there they're two finalists yeah and it was like the competition was like not really elaborated on at all it was just like yeah very quick. Of all the things that they chose to do quickly, <laughs> like that, and then of all the things they could have spent more time on, I yeah, know. I suppose so. Anyway, so otherwise it was really good. I do like the gold. Why did um, the prince not lock his gold up a bit better? He just was arrogant. Like it was He's just the prince. It was just all, you know hundreds Who's of bags of gold just me? sitting in his castle. Yeah, that's true. In the in his bedroom, do you think he paused the gold on the bed and? Lays in it like, like Scrooge McDuck. Like Scrooge McDuck. <laughs> I yeah. hope so. I think I so. always used he is to a bit think... of a got a bit of a that kind of yeah he does. Over. I always used to think like if in the opening um, unrelated, but the opening credits of Ducktales, the original mm. Ducktales, when yeah. you see he Scrooge McDuck dive, yeah, dive yeah. off his diving board into his like all these coins, and like I used to it's think, a swimming pool. Oh my gosh, pool. that's so cool! And then now I think that would be so painful. Like, <laughs> you can't dive into money; it's metal. It's big pieces of. You'd metal. It, yeah, you'd hit it pretty hard. Oh, ouch. Anyway, so, yeah, a good movie. Uh, let's wrap it up. All right, let's wrap it up. Um, how many terrible costumes would you give this movie? No. Terrible disguises. Terrible disguises. Look, it's probably got a... Uh, let's go six and a Let's go six. Okay. It's a, it's all right. It, it was all right. It was good. It was, you know, entertaining, but, like, I wouldn't... Write home about it. You're not going to sit down and watch it again? Probably never. No. (laughs) No. You're not going to watch it with your kid? (laughs) No, unless Christian really has a hankering for Robin Hood. I think younger kids, like little kids, like seven, eight, six, seven, eight, would really enjoy this movie. Yeah. Because it's very easy to understand. There's cute animal characters. There's, you know, know, bow and arrows and action sequences. I think that it's... Yeah, so it's good. probably good for kids. Yeah, watch it with the kids. <laughs> or get your kids to watch it. <laughs> you can go do something else. You can be on um, Facebook or something. TikTok. <laughs> um, so how many stolen gold coins would you give it? I think six is a fair. Yeah. Yeah, I think six is a fair. Yeah, it's uh, it, it's good. It's good. Like the animation of it's actually really good. Yes. The animation uh, you know, is very good. It's old school animation. And but it is it also holds that, up. It's good. like on the characters themselves, there's not a lot of shading or anything. It's no, just flat it's colors. Flat colors and stuff. Uh, the background's got a bit more um, depth to it, but yeah. the characters themselves, which there's is, no shadows or which light is very or... very typical of that era. Absolutely. of animation. They would paint these beautiful backdrops and then put these simple characters on the over front. the top of them. Yeah. Because they're easier to animate. Absolutely. Um, backdrops don't have to move. That's, that's <laughs> it. And you can use a backdrop for a sequence of about, you know, 10, 15 seconds. And not have to redo and it. And not have to. No. Nah. But anyway. Yeah. Oh, yeah so you're doubling up on a six. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. I think six is like, that's fair. It's That is a fair score. I wouldn't watch it again. It is probably one of our lowest scores, though. Um, not that that's a, necessarily a thing. I think it's probably, yeah, probably. Yeah. 
yeah, I'd say it's it doesn't it doesn't get me going. No. <laughs> It's, I mean, it's no it's like not, not a frozen. It's not a frozen or an Encanto not, or a yeah, Moana. Not a Zootopia. <laughs> it's not a Zootopia. <laughs> yeah. um, all right, I think that that about wraps us up. Thank you so much for uh, tuning in and listening today. Um, please follow us on Facebook and Instagram if you feel so inclined. And if you're in England and you have actually do have snakes, please send us a DM and yeah. let us know. <laughs> we'll correct. We'll, we'll do a, a retraction on our next episode. So please do that. Um, also, if you can rate, review and subscribe, that really does help us out. And it's just like a nice little thing that you can do if you're enjoying the show and if you listen to it weekly, particularly the rating and the reviewing. That's really, really helpful to help other people find the podcast. Um, you can listen to Brett's other podcast, Teaching for Dummies, wherever you get your podcasts. Um, did you have anything you wanted to add, Brett? Um, no, I just looked up uh, Snakes in England. <laughs> so the adder. Which makes sense because there's that show Black Blackadder. Adder. Yeah, but they're not very common. There you go. So you're retracting your previous, there are no snakes in England. <laughs> hey, I was fed some information today. There you go. What sort of what sort of snake is Sir Hiss? Probably an adder. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. All right, bye, everyone. Bye.